Today, former Defense Secretary Mattis publicly criticizes the president and his response to the riots. Drew Brees caves to the outrage mob and much, much more coming up. And it starts right about now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Grant Stinchfield, Newsmax host, Grant Stinchfield, Hi, host of the Saturday Report, which I very much enjoyed being on your program. And you knocked it out of the park. Thank she was you. on. As I expected. Yes. yes. I was. Yes, it was yeah. great. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Uh, we've also got Tim Young back in studio, double dose of Tim Young. You can come on my podcast too, I think. Can I? No. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, up? you know, yeah. if you don't no. want talent, no. I can't help you. Uh, also, we've got Yaku Buyens, uh, founder of Share Together and host of the Yaku Buyens show. Very original name, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> we've got a it's lot. hard to spell my name, so <laughs> I just put it up there. It is. It is. Uh, we've got a lot coming up. Let's get to, to Mattis first, because I know this has mm. kind of been the talk of the town uh, today. So Jim Mattis, of course, former Secretary of Defense for President Trump, fired off a scathing criticism of Trump uh, over his response to the protests and to the rioting. Just a little bit of what Mattis said. Uh, I've watched this week's unfolding events angry and appalled. Donald Trump is the first president in my lifetime who does not try to unite the American people, does not even pretend to try. Instead, he tries to divide us. We are witnessing the consequences of three years of this deliberate effort, the consequences of three years without mature leadership. We can unite without him, drawing on the strengths inherent in our civil society. Blah, 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 blah. Apparently, Jim Mattis was somehow asleep the entire eight years of Obama's presidency, I guess, Grant, because I don't see how you uh, live through the Bush administration, the Obama administration, see President Trump's record and somehow say Donald Trump is the first president in my lifetime who does not try to unite the American people. To me, I'm totally saddened by this because yeah. I really had high hopes for Jim Mattis when he yeah, came in. I, I mean, too. a great general, the, the, all the, the men and women of the armed services loved and, Jim Mattis. And can you, like, this was at a time when he came in, this was at a time where President Trump did not have a great mm -hmm. track record of picking people surrounding him. And you went, finally, right. a good pick. Mm -hmm. Right? By and large, everybody agreed Jim Mattis was going to make a great defense secretary. As he got in there, it became clear he's a much better field general than he is a politician. And sadly, when, when you lead the Department of Defense, you have to become a politician. This just proves how bad a politician he is. He could have ridden off into the sunset and everyone, we questioned just how conservative he is, just how much he really backed President Trump. Well, there's no question about it now. Yeah. I mean, he, he sealed his faith that this is very, very sad. The country doesn't need this. The commander-in-chief needs support. He should know that as a military guy. And, and really, that's the one rule around, among the military is, is do not do something like this that will weaken the commander when he's trying to make very, very tough decisions. And James Mattis made it very difficult for President Trump. This is not good for the president. And I don't really think it's very good for James Mattis either. Yeah, I would I would take it one step further. I don't think it's good for America mm -hmm. either. Tim, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. I think you nailed it right there with everything you said, Grant. But uh, it just... It's just that Mattis is a, a bureaucrat. He's just one of the, the swamp monsters the entire time. He's just one of the fray. And I don't know that it hurts Trump at all because, again, when somebody comes out like this and they get their accolades, you know, George W. Bush did it the other day. When they come out, you just throw them into the pile of everybody else who's getting their, like, 15 minutes of extra attention after they left the Trump administration. Mm -hmm. It's the same rinse and repeat thing we've seen now for three years, and it's getting old. Yeah.
Yeah, I, for me, it almost feels like a little bit of a, like a disgruntled employee that yes. was let go. Because yes. am I right? He was yes. fired by President Obama. He was fired by President Trump, right? And I feel like he was picking a moment almost, like he had an axe to grind, and yeah. this was the moment. Yeah. You know? Of course, and, John Kelly is coming out and saying, well, he wasn't. He resigned. He wasn't fired. Yeah. Well, so okay. they're, okay. they're so, okay. that as well. But, well, but, he, but obviously he had, there but was he an axe to grind. two administrations, and there's an axe to grind, what it feels like. But what was very interesting in his statement was this. He says, General Mattis says, I swore an oath to defend the Constitution. I cannot believe that the President of the United States would take troops into the streets. Our Constitution is under attack yes. mm. domestically. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if you want to defend the Constitution, defend the Constitution. It was a big faux pas for me on his, yeah. on his behalf. It's not good for the president, but it just feels like he had an axe to grind. Also, wasn't the statement in The Atlantic? Yes. I mean, what, 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 it could have been the Mother Jones or Daily Beast at that point, mm -hmm. too. Right. Like, I mean, he went to a leftist publication. A box explainer. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great point. Um, Yaku, you know, you mentioned that he uh, talked about upholding the Constitution. There was a, a part in his uh, op-ed that really got to me that he said, we must reject and hold accountable those in office who would make a mockery of our Constitution. Yeah. Really? I mean, uh, Really? Yeah. So is, really? is he talking about Pelosi? Thank is you. Is he talking about Nadler? Is he talking AOC, about Schiff? Any of them. He must be talking about them. Surely, Sarah, he's talking about them. Haven't heard a word. Not the president. His TV was broke during the impeachment. Good gracious. Apparently. Get, get to it, yeah. Or, or the last three years, he just heard from CNN, I guess, Grant, mm -hmm. that the president has done all of these things. Because, again, you know, I look at, I look at his words. I look at Mattis's words. I look at him saying uh, the words... Equal justice under law are carved in the pediment of the United States Supreme Court. This is precisely what protesters are rightly demanding, one that all of us should be able to get behind. And I'm like, I'm sorry, are you talking to the president who brought us the lowest unemployment numbers mm -hmm. for minorities, for you know women, for not just blacks, but Hispanics as well? Yeah. You're talking about that same president and you're trying to insist that he must have some underlying uh, wish for us to not be equal? I would argue that equal justice means arresting criminals for their behavior as well. You know, we just came out of this Chinese virus lockdown. You go to California, they were arresting moms for taking their kids to the park, yeah. yet they refused to arrest protesters and rioters for throwing garbage cans through windows and burning buildings down. Mm -hmm. And so when he talks about equal justice, this president was the only one on a national stage who seemed to be saying, hey, let's get back to the rule of law. We can have a conversation about race, no problem. But you can't have people running wild through the streets and trying to instill fear in the American people. And somehow James Mattis bought into all of that. Come on. It or, is. Or it was is he sad. always there? It was always or there. Was he always there? Good. Good point. That is a great point. What's frustrating for me, um, Tim, uh, I mean, among other things, obviously, but uh, to, is to see the mainstream media really latch on. You know, I mean, they're chomping at the bit for people who were with the, the Trump administration or current you know, Trump administration employees to say anything negative about the president so they can say, see, see, mm -hmm. we told you, we told you that, that this was bad. Oh, oh, and you're not allowed to criticize him because of his service. And I'm like, well, that's weird because I feel like you guys criticize General Flynn oh, yeah. just fine. Exactly. So it's interesting how we're picking and choosing when we're allowed to criticize people, you know, who are veterans and when we're not. Well, listen, I was already over it when we had that grown adult Cabbage Patch Kid, Vinman. 
and we were supposed to honor him even though he was out as part of the, the impeachment hoax. I mean, it's just it's the same playbook. They haven't come up with a new one. That's why they're trying to destroy America in the streets right now, because they know that, that the talking points aren't working. Mm-hmm. And I just when you put your opinion out into the public sphere, you can be criticized. It doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter if you're the, the greatest human being ever. You know, I, it's it, this is insane. It's this. They don't want to be criticized. They don't want to be challenged. And that's their defense to it is, oh, you must honor that man because of his service. Yeah. Uh, well, President Trump, of course, he fired back because that's what President Trump does. He has his little phone out and he goes to Twitter and he <laughs> responds the way that he wants to respond, probably without running it by any PR people. But he said, uh, probably the only thing Barack Obama and I have in common is that we both had the honor of firing Jim Mattis, the world's most overrated general. I asked for his letter of resignation and felt great about it. His nickname was Chaos, which I didn't like and changed to Mad Dog. His primary strength was not military, but rather personal public relations. I gave him a new life, things to do, and battles to win, but he seldom brought home the bacon. I didn't like his leadership style or much else about him, and many others agree glad he is gone. Was this a good look from the president? Uh, I don't think it was. The president, I mean, look, the president does what he does, and I'm not going to tell him not to do it because too many people do that. This is an example of just ignore these criticizers. They're beneath you in all of this. And, and, you know, James Mattis was a good general. There's no doubt about it. He was well-liked by the Marines under his command. He was not a good defense secretary, and he was not a good underling of the president. But President Trump doesn't need to be coming out and saying this. Just let this stuff go, man. Let it go, because they aren't worth it. I almost feel like we could have wrote that tweet at this point. Terrible nickname. I renamed it way better. Higher ratings. Sad exclamation point. (laughs) Yaku, what do you think? I I do think, you know, I I would hope for him to pay attention to things that are on level. This is beneath. You've got to give credit where credit is due still. He was a good general. Mm-hmm. You can't now discredit. I mean, we can't. No, there. no, but I don't think but, criticizing his comments is an, in any way discrediting his service. When he comes out in public and he writes an op-ed, when I write an op-ed, I mean, you're saying, uh, does my opinion share your opinion? I and tweet people, that you're a loser with a bad nickname all the time. Every I op-ed. Know, I know, <laughs> Tim, and I, I can't spell his name. Kicking you under the table. <laughs> but, but no, but he was a good general, but he was not good at that job. And that's okay. Right. It's okay to fit in one slot and not another. And President Trump could fire back at what James Mattis said, mm-hmm. but you don't have to disparage things that that right. he's not worthy of disparagement. But it's the style. It's his style. It is his style. Just it cut is, him off at the knees. But, I mean, if you want to talk about etiquette, I, I feel like Mattis coming out and saying this while President totally. Trump is still in office, I mean, if we're talking about etiquette here and proper etiquette, say what you want to say after the man's gone is usually the way that it goes. But to say it in June before a November mm-hmm. election... Doesn't Which then makes right. you wonder, what is the ulterior motive here? Exactly. Like, is Matt, right. uh, Matt is thinking about higher office of some kind? What's yes. what's the deal? Yes. So uh, I actually saw a little bit of chatter back in D.C. a few months ago of him considering primarying Trump. So this so, is a play. This yes, is a future. It's, it's a play. future play. Yes, that makes sense. Really, that yeah. makes all the sense in the world. I mean, it, but that's what what always happens, right? They're coming out with a book, mm-hmm. and they say some things to to stir some chatter up or they want a political incentive, stir some chatter up. It's always something that... There was a point he could have run as a Republican. He, there's no way he can run as a Republican no. now. He, he would never, ever be victorious in a Republican primary. Forget it against President Trump. In a Republican primary, he would never be victorious because, you know, you move so far to the right usually in primaries. Nobody's going to respect what he's done after, after all this. I wouldn't be surprised if he was Biden's savior. 
Yeah. Yeah, well, now, in flipping is one thing. That's very interesting. I was thinking that. I'm glad you said it because there's something else here. It's too, why now, this time, at this moment, it's almost like he wants to tell some folks, see, I'm, I'm siding with you. And it's got to be left. Can't be hard right. Can't. Mm. No one hard right is going to take that serious. Mm-mm. If the president did not respond to that tweet, it, it, it's not good for the president, but it would have been more of a victory because Mattis looks bad by yes. doing this. It's bad form. Yeah. It's bad form. Yeah, I agree. Well, and that's why I say it's just, it's bad for America, yes. really, at, at the heart of it. Because, yeah. you know, you see Mattis doing stuff like this. You see the anonymous op-ed that, where was that, the New York Times, uh, that someone said, well, we're really concerned about the president's state of mind, and we frequently try to undermine him. And, you know, you see him reading this stuff. You see him not able to predict who is going to leave his administration and trash him, or better yet, be in his current administration and trash him. He doesn't know who to trust. When you have a president who doesn't know who they can trust in their own administration, that's not good for the country, Tim. No, no, and it's been constant the entire time. I wonder if they ever found the leakers. I know that they, they found one or two people because they gave them false stories that they tried to sink to the media, mm-hmm. but they're still there. And, and again, it's incentivized. So you mentioned this earlier. If you rat out the president or you turn on him, you get a book deal, you might get a, a CNN contributorship. It's very, it's good money to turn on the president. Yeah, sad, 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 but true. Uh, We've got a lot more coming up. First, we want to thank our sponsor this segment, Home Title Lock. Um, So one of the first things that I did, now that we have a new home, we just closed on our new home, was sign up for Home Title Lock because I'm not sure if you have heard, but uh, home title theft is one of the fastest growing crimes in the country right now. Um, You know, we do everything from home. Uh, We're working from home now, we're banking from home, video conferences, what have you, and cyber criminals are targeting our homes. And they don't just want the stuff in your home, they want the money they can get by taking out loans against your home because your home's title is stored online where they can go and they can, you know, they can hack into it and they can forge your name and all of a sudden, they have all of the equity that you have worked so hard to build in your house. Um, By the way, Home Title Lock is out there for you to protect you, but you may think, oh, I'm protected by my bank or something. No, no, the bank doesn't protect you. Uh, Oh, but I have an identity theft program that I'm involved in and they protect me. No, they don't protect you either. Home Title Lock puts a virtual barrier around your home's title. Protect your home now. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Here's what you need to do. Register your address to see if you're already a victim. You're not going to know until it's too late. This is the way to find out before it's too late. Use code Y, that's W-H-Y, for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. That is code Y, W-H-Y, at HomeTitleLock.com. That is HomeTitleLock.com. Drew Brees, New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees, is uh, he's caving to the outrage mob today. Um, he was reaffirming his stance that Americans should not disrespect our flag in an interview. Now, what he said was, uh, he said, I will never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played. And when I look at the flag of the United States, I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better 
place. Um, of course, he was he was he made that statement in response to a question about, uh, you know, the kneeling bit and what his responsibility was as an NFL player. Um, I want to get to his apology, but I first want to get, gentlemen, your thoughts on how, it, I mean, it, is there anything that stuck out to you that you could think, yes, that, that, that was wrong of him to say? Well, obviously not. Offensive, right? Nothing offensive. This whole idea of kneeling for the flag had, had me off the deep end from the very start of, of this nonsense. You have men and women who die overseas, we say it over and over again, in defense of that flag, and in particular, the freedoms that it provides you. And so he talked about, what, his grandfather and his father? Mm-hmm. Two grandfathers. Two grandfathers. Two grandfathers that fought for this country. Mm-hmm. Well, by him caving, and I know we're going to get to the apology, but by him caving, he disparages everything his two grandfathers just fought for. Mm. This is why sports folks should not be talking about politics. It's why they shouldn't be weighing in. It's why we shouldn't care what they have to say. They're not Except professionals on this matter. He's allowed to. It's true. You're a former <laughs> NFL player, you but you've become much NFL more. Player broader than just an NFL don't, player. Right, Yaka. don't you? I feel like I'm talking down, like I'm I'm not selling him well enough if I call him former NFL player. Yeah, the way the NFL, the way the NFL is now, right? I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to jump in front of no, Tim. No, go ahead. No, let, let, let me, uh, can I, can <laughs> yeah. I, let me, let me say this, okay? This, there's a lot of dynamics at work here, all right? Number one, Drew Brees is an incredible human being. He's a good guy. He's a solid guy. He's, he, they led in. The, 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 the question was, you're such an upstanding guy in the NFL. You're such a leader in you're the NFL. You're a leader, yeah. We listen to it again. There's nothing in that statement. What I absolutely despise is them playing the first sentence and not the whole statement. Mm-hmm. Later in the statement, he says, hey, civil rights movement. I'm standing with the civil rights mm-hmm. movement. Mm-hmm. We're all responsible. We're all in this together. But here's what happened. The day after he makes the statement, he's offensive lineman come out with a tweet and say, why should I defend and protect this guy mm-hmm. if he won't stand for me? Now, let me tell you, that's serious. Nobody wants to talk about this. Do you know what happens when that lineman decides not to throw a block like what happened at the Raiders for a full season and they put a quarterback in the hospital that has spinal fusion? This guy is now saying, well, wait a minute, Mike. These guys are actually going to maybe put me at risk on the field here. Right? Mm-hmm. So he's in a tough spot. We need to consider Yeah, but do you that. also know the moment that happens, that lineman is out of the game and he may never play again yeah, for the But he might kill Saints. him. It only takes it, one it, hit. It may it's, kill him, but the bottom line is it's not happening because that lineman wants his money so not, bad. Yeah, he can I'll, threaten all he I know, wants. I know, though, but, but you have to understand one thing, and this, is why I don't, and this is football, so I can a little bit. Just give me a little bit, okay? <laughs> this is what's happening at the Cowboys at the moment as well. It's very bad for locker room dynamics, okay? Mm-hmm. It's very bad for the Saints. Sean Payton, it's bad for everybody. you got the owner calling Breeze. you got Payton calling Breeze. I can tell you. So that's why I think he caved. He shouldn't have. How do you answer that question, though, then? What question? Because, I mean, well, he was in an interview, I've, and he I've, was asked I've the really question. I've really asked myself, right. what, what could he have done differently? Mm-hmm. And I think this. Read me his opening line again, if you don't mind. I will never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United okay. States this of America. This is what, and, I, and I'm not Drew, I'm not telling you what to do, but hindsight's 2020. Well, he, I think he does, okay? he does watch the show. Hindsight, so. Hindsight's 2020, but, but here's the deal. He probably could have said, I will never kneel. For the flag, at the anthem and disrespect the flag. Make it about himself, mm-hmm. right? When he went to, I will never agree with anybody, he's lineman and said, Oh, so you won't cover us, you won't have our back, which is ridiculous. Football life. That's a game, by yeah. the way, okay? Yeah. It's a game. Yeah. This is why I don't need you to introduce me. It's just a game. So 
I, I wish he didn't, Kay, because remember last year he was in a similar situation. He also spoke about Colin Kaepernick and he didn't cave when he pulled out his Bible, right? And he said, hey, I'm a Christian, I'm praying, and he didn't cave. I, I don't know. You should have clarified instead of caved. Yes. If you're going to be right. strong about America and you're yes. going to claim that your grandfathers are strong yes. about America, yes. then live up to that legacy you and be said, strong. I won't kneel. If you want to kneel, you know what? You go ahead and do it, but I won't kneel. Exactly. The entire statement was fine, though. And, and you and I listened to this before the show. Yeah. He mentions the civil rights movement. He says we're all in this together. And the whole point is that the flag unifies us. It can bring us all together and we each have our own experiences. And that's what he said in that statement. He wasn't woke enough for anybody because he wasn't, you know, th- maybe if he would have thrown a Molotov cocktail at the same time. Yeah, but when he what said it that, shows it is that people have lost sight that the flag in the country is bigger than the people. Yes. The office of the president bigger than the president. Yeah. There's certain institutions you just shouldn't touch. Like, well, I mean, I, I also feel like it also shows that we live in this backwards world where, I mean, and I've heard both of you say it, um, not that your intentions are not pure in this, but I feel like we live in this backwards world where you have you have to say, I believe in the civil rights movement to be exonerated from anything yes. like that, right? Like, why, why do I have... That's just the general consensus of America. Why should I have to exonerate myself by making sure that you know that I'm not a racist? There's this new thing now where you have to clarify because right. everything is picked apart, like that statement was, right. where they just take the first two lines yeah. and they will they will misquote you and then try to cancel you based off of one yeah. individual line somewhere. Yeah. Uh, well, so his, of course, we we keep alluding to the caving, the apology. Oof, it was a doozy too. He said, uh, "I would like to apologize to my friends." teammates, the city of New Orleans, the black community, NFL community, and anyone I hurt with my comments yesterday. In speaking with some of you, it breaks my heart to know the pain I have caused in in an attempt to talk about respect, unity, and solidarity centered around the American flag and the national anthem. I made comments that were insensitive and completely missed the mark on the issues we are facing right now as a country. They lacked awareness and any type of compassion or empathy. Instead, those words have become divisive and hurtful and have misled people into believing that somehow I am an enemy. This could not be further from the truth and is not an accurate reflection of my heart or character. And then he listed a bunch of, you know, like I'm saying, I mean, guys, I'm not racist, okay? I stand with the black community. Did he go on to list all of his black friends and their birthdays to prove that he knew? He might as well have, I think. I, I you know, I stand with the black that. community in the fight against systemic race, racial injustice and police brutality. I condemn the years of oppression that African Americans have suffered. I, the thing, these things that we all know we're, we're all on the same page with, but for some reason you have to state them in order to try to be uh, uh, forgiven we all know, though, that that won't that won't help. Right. I'm so tired of Americans. Forget about sports people. I'm so tired of Americans that are so afraid of offending somebody. People tell me, oh, I don't want to talk about politics. I say, no, now the time to talk about yes, politics. Yes. Talk about politics at the dinner table. Make sure you're respectful. You don't have to lose your mind over it. Mm-hmm. But now is the time to educate people that will at least try to listen when he is so afraid of offending somebody. And then he rolls on. He's saying I said something offensive. I, I can't. I know. I'm like, I can't, I can't find anything that's offensive in there. It was inclusive. That, that original statement was inclusive. It was warm. It was unifying. If you're offended by that, you're the problem. He actually took responsibility in this original statement. We're all in this together. Will it get me anywhere if I demand an apology for the apology from Drew Beast? Because he offended <laughs> me with his apology. So if he's so afraid of offending yeah, people, yeah. he's offended yeah. me. I would like an apology for his apology. Well, so there you like go. That. Because he only <laughs> like he only said that he stands with the black community. He did not say he stood with the white community, Grant. So in this day 
and age. You've got to be specific, apparently. Apparently, I'm alone because I stand with everybody. <laughs> Tim, how dare you? Yeah, I'm with you. How there. dare you, I'm you racist? You. But that's where it is now. So if yeah. you say all lives matter, the instant response, now it's bootlicker, too. But it, it's, what, you're a racist. How dare you? But what the hell? That means you love everybody. You right. want everybody. <laughs> It's the same thing with. Well, the, it doesn't fit the narrative. Right? No, but even with story. like the George Floyd, his his murder, because he was murdered. Yeah. Everyone agrees. Everyone agrees. Did immediately. Yes. Immediately. Immediately. Mm-hmm. But somehow we're still divided, because we're letting the far left control the conversation. Mm. Period. Great point, Yaku. Last word on this. Drew, and you need to take a stand. If you're going to be bold enough to make the first statement and say, "I stand for this country," and it was a good statement. There was nothing wrong with it. You got to stand. Do you, you, do you think? Do you think that he is forgiven by the outrage brigade? Because in my experience, you don't you don't apologize. No. Number one, because no. you've said nothing this wrong. But number two, because they don't do they don't apologize. Or no, they don't they don't forgive you. Are you kidding me? No. Yeah. yeah. No way. Okay. He will never get their approval. Will, None of us at this table will ever get no. their approval. No. So I don't care what they. Why think. do you placate to them? Right. You'll hear about this midseason again. You'll see. I mean, Drew Brees, no, he's not forgiven. Absolutely not. Yeah. And you watch those those guards and tackles will They're protect gonna... him with their lives they because they want, want their money. They want that dough. Yes. Right. That right. money. <laughs> I was just talking about in his psyche. He's right. probably going, right. oh, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. We've got much more coming up. First, we want to thank our sponsor of this segment, the Classic Learning Test. So uh, the SAT and the ACT, you know, you often think of those as super inconvenient tests that, you know, as a teenager, you got to get up uh, really Really early on a Saturday to take a couple times your junior and senior year to get you prepared for college. However, you're not thinking about the fact that the SAT and the ACT are also the two most powerful forces driving the actual curriculum in the country today. Uh, and they're pretty left-leaning in case you haven't noticed. There's really no question that the College Board, who owns the SAT, is a far-left organization. Last year, the College Board had students reading Bernie Sanders' op-ed on the SAT, because that's what you want your kids reading whenever they're taking a test that's going to get them into college. Well, the good news is that there is a new company taking on the SAT and ACT. It is the Classic Learning Test. They've been around for about four years, and they've already been adopted by more than 200 colleges. Nearly every college will consider CLT scores as at least a supplemental component of an application. It's shorter than those other two tests, and they can take it right now. I know SAT and ACTs have been canceled because of this thing called coronavirus that magically went away a couple weeks ago, I guess, because nobody's talking about the dangers of it anymore. But uh, it is taking the place of those two tests because they have remote proctoring technology, and they've already, already finalized that. And uh, they've been doing it this entire time before the pandemic hit. They've got the final CLT of the year on June 20th. So it's coming up. All right. If you've got the SAT and ACT canceled, what are you waiting for? Sign up for the CLT. Again, June 20th, CLT spots are limited, so you got to hurry up and sign up. If you know a high schooler or have one yourself, do not miss out. Save your seat. All you have to do is go to cltexam.com. That is cltexam.com. It takes less time and you get your scores much quicker. cltexam.com. A new movement is starting, you guys. Oh, man, I can't wait to talk about it. So excited to hear what a bunch of stupid celebrities have to say about policing 
their new movement is to call for cuts to police budgets. A whole bunch of them have signed an open letter calling for state and local governments to cut police budgets and reallocate the funds to necessary areas to benefit the black community. Uh, it's called the Movement for Black Lives. And it is a coalition of over 100 black rights organizations in the United States and celebrities like uh, John Legend. I can't stand that guy. Lizzo, Jane Fonda, Natalie Portman. They've all signed on to this letter. And it demands, again, a a decrease in police budgets. They say police brutality. I can't. Police brutality and COVID-19 are, quote, connected and consequential to each other. (laughs) And there is a need for such a move as based upon current and past events, such as the murder of George Floyd. Uh, Money should be siphoned from police budgets and funneled to black neighborhood infrastructures, child care, education, and to help create a public national health care system. Now, I want to get, gentlemen, your thoughts on this, but I just want to, for context, because it's like, Okay, we're talking about what a bunch of celebrities signed an open letter to do. Okay, well, just for context, um, L.A. is actually going uh, probably to do this because Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti announced today that city officials are planning to cut the police department's budget by 100 to $150 million. What? Uh, yes, and he says the cuts to the police department will be replicated across other departments as the city redirects uh, roughly $250 million from its budget to invest in, quote, communities of color and women and people who have been left behind. So it's not just what celebrities are demanding. It's the fact that this is actually happening and city officials are going, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to take my policy advice from John frickin legend. Grant. Well, John legend lives in a mansion, probably protected by security. Mm -hmm. The people in Watts do not. And I think every business owner in those neighborhoods that were ravaged by savages, by terrorists will tell you when they wanted the police, when they needed the police, they were not there. They were left on their own. And so now you want to pull the budget for police that already is strapped Mm -hmm. to take care of these cities. All I would tell people is you go to Baltimore, you go to Detroit, you go to Chicago, you go to any liberal city in America like St. Louis. And and what do you have? Mayhem, murder, all out chaos because criminality rules the streets. Certainly the police don't, thanks to liberal leadership. This is what liberal leadership gets you. They want to destroy this country. And it is bigger than what is going on right now. This is an overall quest to to literally have Americans try to revolt and and take this country from us. And if, if we lose it, it will be very hard to get back. And it starts with taking police out of the equation. What do you think happens when you take police out of the equation? People run rampant and wild. Which we've seen with all the rioting and yes. looting. So L.A. had the money to get bulldozers to push sand into their skate parks. I mean, that's what they're wasting money on. That's more important to them than policing their city during a riot. Great point. I, it begins and ends there for me. I, I just don't understand why these people, they want to be protected by the police. When you go to a concert, a John Legend concert, it's local police who have to like shut down the roads and, yeah, and absolutely. don't give them the police. Listen, if they want to defund the police, cut it out. Cut out all the coverage for them. That's where you, they lose the budget. Yeah. You, we're not covering, we're not protecting concerts anymore. We're not protecting, you know, celebrity events anymore. The Academy Awards. No, we're not. They shut down Hollywood Boulevard. Right. Screw it. I wanted to say something else there. I got to watch my, my mouth here yeah, when I covered this. Not. Yeah. They, they want to shut down Hollywood Boulevard and use local police to protect these celebrities. Nope, not anymore. You don't want to fund the police. The police don't show up. 
No. I'm so sick of the hypocrisy. Okay, so, so to get police off Mulholland, get it off Sunset Boulevard, get it away from UCLA, get it away from USC, all these shrines, Bel Air. No, they won't let you touch that. And it's private police because they deserve it, right? Mm -hmm. Chrissy Teigen, oh. leave her out of this, okay? That's the instigator here. We're oh. John Legend. I am over it, completely over it, all right? <laughs> the hypocrisy, here's, here's the play, Grant. Here's the play. Here's Yaku, all right? They want to let this country burn. Their movement should be called Let It Burn, right? Mm -hmm. What happens next? They swoop in as the government on a white horse, and they do what? They bring a police state in, mm -hmm. nationalize the heck out of everything. This is the play. They wanted to burn to the ground to where we're sitting here going, now what are we doing? They go, we've got the answer. You create the problem, you bring the solution. Ultimately, ultimately, they will start scattering when their kids schools are under attack and burning down and we start burning down Mulholland, burning down Bel Air, right? Or, or the Kodak Theater, mm -hmm. those kind of things, right? All, and then they'll jump. You know, in many respects, though, everybody deserves protection. The people at UCLA deserve protection from the police and the people in Watts deserve protection. It's not one over the other. And I, and I will say what I'm seeing, and I've done a lot of research on this. I now believe that what we saw over the last week was a highly organized well-paid-for and well-funded mm -hmm. attack by Antifa with highly trained paramilitary groups that were placed across the country to what? Rile up really uninformed Americans who were duped and, and, and swirled into an absolute frenzy. And, and you saw the images on TV. They had Molotov cocktails. You have to make those, okay? Those go into a police car, and now it looks like the masses are revolting. When, in fact, it was these highly trained, organized groups mm -hmm. that were making it look like the masses were revolting. And ultimately, what happens? Exactly what the leaders of Antifa and their billionaires that are funding them wanted to happen. You get guys like Mayor Garcetti who says, we're going to defund the police. And now it's all out chaos. It's anarchy. And I'll tell you, not on my watch. I hope you guys are like me, and I know you are. Own a firearm, yeah. get trained in it, yeah. through Second your own protection. More important. Yeah. As Judge Grady, Grady uh, the sheriff of Polk County, Florida, Grady Judd, says, you come into my house, I will put so many holes in you, you'll read a newspaper through you. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> well, <laughs> more guns sold in the first six months of this year than ever before. Two million new gun owners, yeah. I believe, in the, yeah. in the country. So people are listening to that, and they know what's going on. My piece in the Washington Times this week is about Hollywood Boulevard. It was supposed to be written during COVID. I didn't think there was going to be riots all of a sudden. <laughs> if black lives really matter to these celebrities, you wouldn't be able to drive down Hollywood Boulevard and see thousands of homeless people that are African-American. They do nothing for those people. They drive by them every day on the way to their mansions and their studios. Yeah. Uh, quickly, President Trump reacted, of course, to, uh, to the calls to defund the police. He said the radical left Democrats' new theme is defund the police. Remember that when you don't want crime, especially against you and your family. This is where Sleepy Joe is being dragged by the socialists. I am the complete opposite. More money for law enforcement. Hashtag law and order. I feel like that was the president listening to a lot of his base who was saying, hello, where's the law and order president? Whenever he was silent for, I think a, a lot of people thought a little too long uh, after the rioting started. Was this an acceptable response from President Trump? Yeah, I mean, I think this is right up President Trump's alley. And this is perfect. This is exactly what his base wants to hear. Yeah. We need law and order. It, we're not a country without law and order. And again, it gets back to what I said. This is a small minority of people swatting this bee's nest and riling everybody up. The masses in America believe in law and order, and they do not want to be frightened. But these 
these terrorists have done a very good job of frightening everyday people to the point where they won't leave their house during a curfew to drive to their nephew, my house, for dinner because they're afraid the police will arrest them for leaving during a curfew. You know, you got rioters on the streets not being arrested for burning down buildings. They're not going to arrest my aunt and uncle for coming to my house for dinner. But they want the fear instilled in us, so we change our behavior, and I'm already seeing Americans do it. Yeah. I think more minorities than ever vote for a Republican for president in November because, I, I, for some reason, the rioters think this is going to get people to run away from Trump. When you see the National Guard show up to clear out your streets and your home yeah. and get you safe again, yeah. when your local Democrat governments have failed you completely— you know who that's from. Mm -hmm. It's from the law and order president. Mm -hmm. This backfires on the Democrats even more. And like I said, how many more months do we have until the uh, the election? Four? This is, what's the next Who gimmick? Who even what knows is, what's going to come next? It's going to get worse. Yeah. Sarah doesn't like when I say what's next, and I did, and I almost feel bad because I said on a show one day, watch things, say, don't bring your juju here, and this comes. <laughs> you jinxed us. No, 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 I didn't. Here's what they do. They are... They are like prowlers sitting and they will bastardize any situation and hijack it. They hijack mm -hmm. George Floyd's situation. Mm -hmm. They hijack. There are real people really mourning and hurting for any other black men now killed in this process, right? Mm -hmm. But they'll hijack it and bastardize it. One thing only, get this guy out of the White House. So That's the MO. I was in Minneapolis for the, for the riots, the first round of them. And the most interesting thing I saw was during the day, the people who were peacefully protesting were out with garbage bags and out with uh, paint, paint thinner and everything else to get everything off the buildings and clean things up. They don't want this. No, of course mm -hmm. not. Yeah, great points. Mm -hmm. Back in a minute. Lego. Lego is uh, coming out and taking a stand. You know, we're talking about all of these people who have, you have to come out and take a stand uh, against racism or else you must be racist. So they are not only, they tweeted, we stand with the black community against racism and inequality. Great. There's much to do. We will donate $4 million to organizations dedicated to supporting black children and educating all children about racial inequality. Uh, not only did they come out and pledge that money, Apparently, they also sent out an email to uh, affiliate marketers uh, that list 30 separate play sets the company would like to downplay in all of the stores where Lego sets are sold. <laughs> so Grant doesn't know what's coming up. I'm waiting I can for guess. Darth Vader explode. involved in this. Well, no, so uh, the email request removal of uh, product listings for minifigures and Lego sets that include representation of police officers, firefighters, Criminals, emergency vehicles, and buildings, um, and there's including the White House, emergency responders, mobile command center, patrol car, police highway arrest, and many more. So, Connector, I am somewhat like most dads of a Lego expert because I have an 11-year-old <laughs> son at right. home. Yeah. who loves Legos. Yeah. And, and there's this Lego community yes. sets that yes. has the firehouses yep. and the yeah. and the police. He doesn't really, really love all those. He prefers the Star Wars and the superhero stuff. But this is so sad because why would you take them off the shelves? These are the very people you need to be holding up as heroes. We had A over week ago they were, 70, by the way. 90 yeah. police officers getting hit in the head with bricks. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to take them off the shelves. It's sad. I'm just saying, where's the inclusive attitude now? Mm. 
one week ago. Yeah. They were listed with like shop owners and uh, what else? Uh, delivery people as heroes that were saving us from COVID-19. Right. Police. And, now and by the way, right. I, right. that's a great point. Now we defunding. I, uh, I don't have an 11 year old. I am an adult child and I collect Legos. So just wanted to let you know. <laughs> okay. uh, here's a fun fact. Up until recently, and I think still majority, the only black Lego minifigures were the basketball players. So shove that one, Lego, you racists. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I just, it's just really sad what they're doing to our children and trying to brainwash them into this, you know, activist mindset that police are bad. Um, I just had an experience. It was earlier this week. We were driving next to uh, a police car, and my son, I've always tried to teach him, you know, uh, police and military members. We respect them highly. Whenever we pass them, we say thank you for what you do. Um, you know, and and it was one of the proudest moments of my life. We pulled up, and I rolled down the window for. I said, "Do you want to roll down the window so you can say hi?" He said, "Yes." So we rolled down the window, and they rolled down theirs. And he said, "Hi, thank you for what you do." And I was like, <gasps> my heart could just burst. And knowing that I was so proud of that, and there are a lot of people out there right now who would tell me that I was somehow teaching my son the wrong thing, it just breaks my heart. You mean you're teaching your son to honor those who put their lives on the line so he can go to school, play soccer, go to the park. Did you read, I would just, did you read that firefighters are included in this? Yes. Yeah, oh, I know. I was oh, like, oh, no, what no, the no, hell did the firefighters do? Can we just talk about November <laughs> when the fires in Los Angeles start running yeah. again? Uh, can we go without firefighters? Can we, L.A.? Can we defund them? Well, that's the fun thing. These cowards, they have a lot to say. And then when they need to the police, they are they're crying to the police. I, I you know, I'm not a big person on, you know, making a registry of people. But I really do kind of feel like at this point there needs to be a list of people who hate the cops and talk out about them. So when they call 911, the call comes in and, oh, hey, yeah, remember when you said, you know, you hate the police and you're fine with the riots? Well, sorry. Click. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. But the beautiful part about police that's not what they, they do. They don't do that. They come protect they anybody. Exactly. They protect people that are throwing bricks at them one moment, exactly. and if they're about to be killed by somebody else, they'll come and step in and protect you. Yep. I actually, I saw a viral uh, tweet from someone. It was a, a black female cop, and she said, you may hate me, but I still love you, and I'm going to protect and serve you. Either way. All right, uh, we'll be back in a minute. Ugh. Yesterday's poll, uh, what issue will have a bigger impact on the 2020 election? 60, almost 66% of you said police brutality protests. Uh, 34% of you said COVID-19 pandemic. Um, Grant and Yaku, you guys were not here yesterday, but we were kind of like, or the next thing that pops up because we right. all know it's only the beginning of June. And yep. Tim, as you mentioned, there's going to be something else that yep. pops up that yep. maybe it's aliens. I don't maybe know. it'll be Joe Biden's inability to control his bowels. We don't know. <laughs> Is it sad that we, that you said maybe it's aliens? And I'm like, I, I'm kind of rooting That's for that at this point. Are. I'm kind of rooting at that for this Aliens. point. Just, go extraterrestrials. It's just none of us. Someone sa- else. Blame someone on another planet. But the sad part is... Uh, that I thought they, they are from another planet. 
<laughs> the aliens want, like, they'll, they'll, they will reject us. Yeah, they probably oh. look at us and they're like, we don't want it. Intelligence level has dropped way yeah, lower. There's not a lot of intelligence. We're good in our galaxy. You guys are, you can't get your stuff together at all. Uh, today's poll, did Drew Brees make the right call apologizing for saying he would never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag? I would ask the gentleman what their answer is, but I think we heard it. Yeah. In that uh, second segment of the show, let us know what you think, though. I'm I, okay. I'll ask you this: What do you think? What do you think the percentages are going to be? Did Drew Brees make the right call, uh, apologizing for saying he'd never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag? How many of them are going to say he made the right call? I think you're going to get 95 percent. No, he did not make the right call. Five percent clowns. <laughs> right. I'm always like people. What's get the most? Have you ever had a hundred? Have you ever gotten a hundred? No, we got ninety-nine one time. You asked that question before. I have. We got well, nine, ninety-nine. Is the poll is Sarah awesome. I mean, no, because that would be a hundred. But, but it they shows you, you strive yet. for excellence. I like that. I like that about you. You do. I like it. All right. Thanks, guys, for being here. I didn't here. get away in, but I would say nine. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.